sitting in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. It is Thursday, January 13th, and we are back with a special Super Wild Card Weekend edition of Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. With me today is the full squad for our playoff push, Dylan Thomas, Ethan Heidorn, Pear Brothen, and Peppy Tits McGee, Andrew Pepping, is with us on the production again today. Boys, before we get started today, it's clearly a, a day in history at some point, so Dylan, give us a day in history. Yeah, I, I audibled right at the start of the show. I said I had a golf uh, day in history, which is still a cool one. I'll give that really quick. 99-year-old uh, with a hole-in-one. It was 20 years ago. He still holds the record for the oldest man to shoot a hole-in-one, which is really fucking So annoying. he's the oldest liar of all time. Exactly. <laughs> and more importantly, this one should resonate with everybody. Last year on this day, A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau were fired from the Astros for what they did with the uh, sign-stealing scandal. Of course, the MLB really didn't give a shit, but at least they, they got a little bit of what they had coming by getting fired. And the Astros still almost won the World Series. Yes, they did. <laughs> it's easier <laughs> to win when you're cheating, isn't it? Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I got I to be honest. I was kind of rooting for them. So. <laughs> and once, the, once the Twins were eliminated from contention in, uh, in May – uh, I started pulling for the Astros. So, uh, well, um, before we uh, before we get the most important part of the show, Dylan, which is your scene of the week, I want to uh, transition into Ethan's bad day segment. Ethan, we had a rough, rough week for our uh, our Minnesota Vikings last week, uh, letting go of basically everybody in the front office. Anybody uh, have a worse week than Mike Zimmer and the boys? Uh, I mean, there are plenty uh, that exist all around the world. There's people that had to interact with Dylan in public. So, yeah, they had a worse week. Uh, but it was a bad day just in general for coaches. Coaches all over the map. A fourth of the league will now have new coaches next year. Good riddance, Brian Flores. You didn't want to tank two years ago, and you're going to go from one psychotic owner to the other. Uh, enjoy the Texans. You'll finally get to coach your favorite accused quarterback after all. Uh, good riddance to David Culley. Honestly, I didn't even know who you were or what your name was, but Davis Mills was the worst quarterback I'd ever seen, and then he became decent. I'm sorry you happened to coach for the Warden and the inept McNair family, but good riddance. Good riddance to Vic Vangio. You'll have a decoordinator job in a minute, but you're a boring loser who couldn't even get a ginger to root for you. See you later. Uh, good riddance to Joe Judge, uh, the Trump of telling unrealistic lies that no one even pretends to believe. Uh, drowned yourself in beer and pizza, you fat fuck. Uh, good riddance to Matt Nagy, you Brad Childers wannabe fuck. And they thought you were some offensive genius, but turns out you're a fat, uncharismatic loser with no leadership skills and even less future prospects. See you later, Nagy. And your boy Ryan Pace, you dumb fuck. You in the coffin of Mitch Trubisky for the rest of your life. See you later. NFL doesn't need you. Uh, good riddance to uh, good riddance to Urban Meyer, you old thummy bastard. You old dog, you. You old cum rag, <laughs> sleaze face, McGillicuddy. Enjoy that sleep. Sloth. <laughs> Enjoy that sweet clown cash and sail off into the co-ed's blindside in retirement. Congrats to the biggest swindler of the year. Oh, don't think I forgot about you, baby. The first one to go. Good riddance to John Gruden, you racist, misogynistic creep. Old Chucky, you will be missed by exactly no one. We'll never forget how many times you jerked off the worst quarterbacks in the league and obsessed over their weird body parts. Some special teams chode named Frank Bisaccia brought your team to the playoffs. It looks like he has better command of the team than you ever did the last four years. But please, John, in all sincerity, I'm begging you, start a podcast with Jay. We need the Gruden brothers out there. 
where all you do is talk about old Robert E. Lee statues you wish would be resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, good riddance to Mike Zimmer. Enjoy your last week with your girlfriend because she's not coming for that D coordinator cock. Hope you love the toxic culture in your own four walls. You risk averse two minute warning, braid dead eye patch fuck. <laughs> Damn. Hey, you know, uh, the only guy that deserved a little more is uh, Staley because holy shit. I've never seen a coach coach themselves out of the playoffs. <laughs> Bad week for Staley. He somehow <laughs> took one of the best quarterbacks in the league and out of the playoffs. So good riddance to you. you but not that. only not getting it on fourth down in his own territory, multiple times during the game, he also, for whatever reason, decided to try to win a game that the Raiders were clearly okay with tying. And I couldn't laugh harder. Like, have you guys ever seen a season end more weird, weirdly then the the season just ended. I mean, honestly, it had to be it had to be a kneel, dude. Fuck that. Would have been <laughs> so fun with the kneel. I don't know, dude. The Roethlisberger shit down is gonna like the, the shit show that he is gonna get. Oh my god, fourteen point spread. I guessed that with my dad before the spread came out. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I mean, dude, does Roethlisberger put up ten points in the playoffs? Like, or like, or, or does he have, play a miraculous game and play well? We'll talk about that here in a second, Dylan. Before we do. Uh, it's uh, the most anticipated part of the show. Give us the Brazzers scene of the week. Yeah, uh, Ethan mentioned uh, Vic Fangio getting fired amongst a couple other coaches on our team, and that is something that gets me rock hard. Something else that gets me rock hard here is the leaky librarian in the panty obsession. Uh, in, in this episode of Brazzers, Van Wilde and the hot Lily Lou are studying late into the night for the final exam tomorrow, and Van comes to find that he's tired and sexually frustrated. So he tries to get lucky, but the hardworking Lily is focused on her priorities, and so he decides to find a quiet corner and rub one out. Unluckily for him, or perhaps luckily for him, the librarian sneaks around that corner, and the rest is history. Tune in and find out what happens next. Well, there you go. Uh, no need to elaborate on that. Don't know why we have that segment still, but I fucking love it. Pair, pair has been with several librarians. Actually, almost exclusively librarians. <laughs> pair, I can see you as a librarian MILF type of guy. Uh, they're not MILFs when they're younger, still younger than me. Yeah, I actually find that most librarians these days are gay men. So I also find that most moms are younger than you as well. True. But not MILFs. I agree with you, Pear. Um, let's uh, let's kind of segue that into uh, John Gruden's uh, former team, the Las Vegas Raiders, 10-7. and seven. Going into the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, the, the Bengals are a team that have been hit or miss all year. Uh, Pair, we've seen the Bengals throw pick sixes at the one-yard line against the Browns to shit games down in the first quarter. We've also seen the Bengals play really well at times. Joe Mixon has dominated dominated games on the on the ground when this team has played well, and we've seen what Joe Burrow has done as of late, um, especially against Patrick Mahomes in that game that was one of the best games of the whole football season. Five and a half points, though, seems like a lot against a Las Vegas Raiders team that just played very well on offense against the the Chargers, and, and a team that every time everyone thought they were going to fall apart, they did not. I personally am going to lean the Las Vegas Raiders plus five and a half here. I think the Bengals win this game. I just don't know by how much. Five and a half is, gets you through the key numbers of three, four, and it gets you through five. Pair, are you following along on this one, or are you, uh, are you, are you kind of timid with this Raiders team that we know has dealt with a lot? Well, like you said, the Raiders just keep coming back like a 
cockroach in a nuclear disaster. Uh, the the Bengals, sure. though, I mean, they can they can put <laughs> it on anyone if they truly want to. Problem is, it's a bad matchup. I think uh, with the Raiders and how they can pressure Burrow, they get uh, tons of pressure on the quarterback without blitzing, and that's one of the thing. One of the things that's uh, frustrated Burrow this season uh, is when teams can drop seven and still get pressure on him. Uh, you've already seen this number start out at six and a half, get a lot of Raiders support down to five and a half. It's kind of an awkward number right there. Um, I think you can tease this in either direction and not be wrong. Um, but if I were, had, if I needed to choose a teaser side, I would tease the Bengals down. I do think they're going to win this game. My favorite play of this one, though, first half under. The uh, first half in their meeting in Vegas was extremely low scoring until uh, a flurry of points in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think that's going to be the case again with sort of some adverse weather in Cincinnati. Uh, defense. What's, what's gonna, the total coming in at for the first half? I think you get about 24, 24 and a half right now. That's a big uh, number. It, it's got to be over 23 for me to want to take it, the three touchdowns and a field goal. And uh, getting that 24 and a half would be huge. Um, I agree, though, Pair. Uh, these two teams, it's kind of – it might be one of the most competitive games, and that's why I say five and a half points is a lot. Pep, uh, I know you're, you're a big Bengals guy. Are you going to stick with the Bengals this week, even though they are uh, looking at a five and a half point favorite? Also noting that this game opened up as six and a half for the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that spread. This, these teams played earlier, and the, and the Bengals routed them pretty good. And that was in uh, Las Vegas, 32 to 13. Um, you're getting, a, uh, I think, a pretty energized Bengals team um, going into this game. They'll have the home crowd with them. This is also a game where I kind of like the under a little bit. So I think that's uh, the play here. Yeah, Pep, I actually uh, – everybody Hold take on, note Dylan, of this. Before I like the under here. What, Pear? Uh, you realize what's happened, right? There there it is, right there. Oh, is, is that a Pepper play right there and, and Pep's trying to ruin your day? Is that what you're talking about? Well, let's see who's horny after the game, Daddy. Hey, what are you talking about? I think he's trying to play a song and the, and it's not coming through the speakers properly. Just sing it for <laughs> oh, us. Damn it. That's because Pear's got Just the sing it guys, for us. You guys aren't old enough to know that song anyway. It's Alice Cooper, Poison. Uh, <laughs> Pep is poisoning the pig. That's what that fuck. is. Who the fuck would recognize that that listens the, to this um, podcast? Hey, also, hey, Pear, Smart do, you people. Remember, do you remember the last time the Bengals won a playoff game? 1990. Yeah, well, were you like 35 then, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, so, Dylan, Dylan, continue. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I actually do like the under here. I'm looking at the forecast in Cincinnati over the weekend. It looks like they could get a uh, what we'll call a pepping size serving of snow, about one to three inches. Raiders offense, yes, they played in a must-win shootout last week against the Chargers. Don't forget, even after that game, they're averaging 16 points in their previous five games. Okay, So this Bengals team is way better. Uh, combine the fact that the Raiders offense has been inconsistent with that weather, and I'm actually leaning under and Bengals here. Yeah, no, uh, it's a, it's a, the pep uh, the pep part was uh, <laughs> was something, Dylan. You gave it to him. Uh, those, are, those are some fighting words. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I don't even Pep, after you jinxed a few of my bets the other night, I'm just like, oh, I can't. Uh, Pep, I, had, I had Pep, it coming though. There's nothing more frustrating than knowing all of us are down 
and getting a text from you saying horny pep, and it is happening more than it's ever happened before. <laughs> Holy shit. Can you just be maxed your little mini limit on the fucking Tuesday so we don't have to deal with it? Uh, Patriots and Bills, Ethan. Uh, I want to start with you on this game because Mac Jones, or, or as Pear calls, Mackenzie Jones, uh, played like shit last week against a Dolphins team that they should not have lost to. Um, speaking of, I, I don't know how the Dolphins fired their head coach, Flores. Uh, well, we'll talk about that another time, but – the Bills uh, are a four-point favorite. Pairs Bills. I do think the Bills win this game at home, um, but four points seems like a lot. I might take another underdog plus four. I think the Patriots could come within three points in this game. Uh, what is the weather looking like in this game, Pair, first of all? And then, uh, Ethan, I want you to uh, tell us, are you on the Patriots? It's just supposed to be cold. Um, no serious lake effect wind or anything uh, to speak of. So I don't think that's going to have too much impact on the total. Ethan, are you rolling uh, with Belichick? The, I think the Bills are going to pipe him. I think that first game was just throw it away. It's a joke. And there's going to be a not enough win to impact the Bills significantly enough that their kicker will be able to make kicks. Uh, Mac Jones, McKenzie has been a completely different player the last eight weeks. I know it's Bill, but I trust the Bills offense. They're going to look a lot more like the second meeting between these two teams in the first. So I'm going to sit this game out, um, you know, it, it, this division has always been uh, tough for me to to handicap. Um, Pair's kind of my go-to on this game. So, Pair, uh, I know you're pretty honest with the Bills. Do you uh, do you think the Bills cover four points here, or are you going to be uh, your normal kind of skittish Bills fan? I don't think the Bills have any problem in this game, honestly. Um, I, I I don't trust uh, McKenzie. I, I don't. I, I will die on this hill that he is not going to be a a sustainably good quarterback in this league. Uh, the Bills, you know, while Josh Allen has struggled down the stretch, I, they just find ways to uh, to get it done against teams, often by double digits. And, and so, I, yeah, I don't see a problem with, with four points. Uh, lay it with the Bills. And the weather being a factor, 44, kind of a low total um, for two teams that can score when they're on. I'm going to not play the total on this game, but if I was to play something because of the weather, uh, I would probably take the under here, Pear. Are you confident enough to take the under in this game, or do you see Josh Allen maybe lighting it up a little bit and McKenzie scoring some points uh, in return? Uh, I think that number, that total is right on the number. Um, Just sit I, it I out. I don't see value in, in, on either side of it. Now, Pep, the Eagles on Sunday, uh, you know, the noon game, head into Tampa Bay where we, we all know Tom Brady's going for his uh, 103rd Super Bowl. Uh, the, the Eagles, eight-and-a-half-point underdogs. That's a lot of points for a, 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 a football game that's being played in, in an elimination game for the playoffs, um, especially because the Eagles have been such a weird and confusing team all year. Jalen Hurts in, Jalen Hurts out, Minshew in, Hurts hurt, Hurts was hurt. Uh, Pep, are you confident enough in the Tampa Bay Bucks to blow the Eagles out? Or do you see Jalen Hurts maybe doing a backdoor cover or maybe even creating problems for a Tampa Bay offense that, let's be honest, is missing a lot of guys? I absolutely am pretty confident in Tom Brady covering the spread. Also, this is kind of, uh, for him, this is kind of a, a revenge spot after what happened when he was in the Super Bowl with Big Dick Nick. So he's got a little bit of some type of, uh, I should guess, say bad blood against them. Um, 
they are missing a couple offensive weapons, which is a yeah. Little he's worrisome. been waiting. He's been waiting years to get revenge on the Eagles in the in the wild, super wild card round of twenty twenty two. Sorry, I got you now, bitch. Isn't 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 there the Eagles, you, Jalen Hurts? Isn't the Eagles head like head coach from that Super Bowl a former fucking like seventh grade JV coach or some shit? He might be. He was I not. Uh, I think most of the Eagles team was not in the NFL when that game occurred. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like Nick Sirianni was not considered a viable head coaching candidate when he was hired. <laughs> so back to what I was saying. Props to um, him for getting this team to the playoffs. Back to what I was saying. Yes, I do think that they could cover. I also think this is like probably one of the best T spots of all the games this week, though. Too, if you can get. Tampa Bay at minus one and a half. I think that's probably the best. Minus uh, minus two and a half on a six point tease. Uh, Dylan, Seven, what do you got? Yeah. yeah, interesting situation going on here. Obviously, this is being played in Florida, so you, you wouldn't think that we should be talking about weather, but weather's supposed to be pretty shitty out here this weekend. Uh, Sunday's supposed to have heavy rain, and they're calling for winds in Tampa up to 30 miles per hour. And so this under has already moved four and a half points. I think we already missed the, the good Jeez. line on this under here. But what that leads me to think is actually a Philadelphia Eagles cover here. Uh, both of these teams are capable of running the ball effectively. You mentioned Brady's missing a lot of his weapons. And so ever more reason to try to trust the ground game a little bit more than they typically do. The Eagles offensive line rated number four. You mentioned it between Hertz and that offensive line. They're going to keep the ball on the ground as much as they can. And most importantly for them, keep the ball out of Brady's hands. So I'm seeing long drives in this game. I don't like how much the under has moved, but because it's moving so much, I like the Eagles to cover. Dylan, what travels well into bad weather? What travels well into bad weather? Yeah, what plays running, well? Running. Running a defense. A read option. And, a read option, which is literally bad weather. Yeah. all Jalen Hurts can do at a above average level. And uh, I, 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 I'm with you, Dylan. The weather in this game is going to only help the Eagles. The, the Buccaneers, we know, we know who Tom Brady is. If Tom Brady doesn't show up and somehow get sacked a few times, yeah, we've seen it happen before. But have we seen it in the playoffs, really? Nah, not so no. much. So I'm, uh, I'm with you here. I'm going to roll with the under still. Um, even though it's already come down because it was the only angle that really caught my attention on this game. Eight and a half points is a lot. I'm with pep on this one though. I don't want to tease the Eagles up to 14 and a half. I want to tease the bucks down to basically getting through that magic number of three and, and watching the bucks win this game by three and hopefully cashing a ticket. Now, Ethan, big Tom Brady guy, you, uh, you're going to roll with Tom here. Or are you going to tease down too? Uh, yeah, no big Dick Tom is winning this game, but I don't think he's winning it by eight and a half. It's a lot of points. A, a, B, and Godwin, I just – I'm not – they have not won uh, by double digits against a good team in a long-ass time. And I Mike Evans this game is, was, is not healthy. And Mike Evans is still injured. Um, I had it up – I think the last time they played, it was a six-point game, 28-22, whatever. Uh, I think you get a lot closer to that score. So, I like the Bucks to win. I don't believe Tom Brady come off the Super Bowl is actually going to lose his first home game. Uh, against a team with Jalen Hurts as quarterback, but I do foresee it being close. Now, Perry, you did say Minshew wraps it around his leg last week. Uh, Minshew will not be starting this week, and Minshew got blown out by the Cowboys last week. So, uh, boom, boom. Uh, are you uh, are you as confident in Jalen Hurts as you are in Minshew to be able to cover an eight and a half point spread? Had the weather not gone to shit, my hot take on this game was that you would see Gardner Minshew at quarterback before the game was over. 
I think Jalen Hurts gets wrecked in this game. Uh, uh, the weather may change that. You know, they, they might be forced to, to be entirely one-dimensional, but you cannot run on the Bucs. A little JPP. Uh, the, the Bucks defense is getting healthy at the right time. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, oh, man, I, if, he's, if he's forced to throw at all, this is going to get ugly. I think you guys are on the right track with – uh, with teasing the Bucks down uh, inside of a field goal, I just I have no trust in the Eagles. They, they've been great against bad teams. When I stepped up in class, they just got destroyed. So, yeah, I think the Bucks either put it on them or get a, a comfortable win. Um, the weather definitely is going to be a factor, though. So, uh, definitely looking for teases on the Bucks and the under. Now, this next game is is by far the most entertaining game for me. Um, it's my Dallas Cowboys against the uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I want to start this off by saying I've gotten a lot of texts this week from people uh, who listen to the show and uh, just friends in general that how much am I putting on the Cowboys? And let me answer that question as clear as I can. Zero dollars. Um, the Cowboys have won one playoff game, one and a half. You can give them the second playoff game if you really want to count it. My whole lifetime. My whole entire lifetime, that, that, that is it. And that is with the greatest quarterback of all time, spanning his whole career with the Dallas Justin Cowboys. Justin Herbert started at the Cowboys? <laughs> no, but good, it's, it's true. He, he, he does have potential to, to overtake Romo as the greatest president, or not president. I'm so used to talking politics with Dylan, I go president. Uh, as the greatest quarterback of all time. Romo won literally no, no, nothing in the playoffs. How am I supposed to expect Dak Prescott, who – Last time you went to the playoffs, got, you know, do you guys remember the Cowboys were down 28 to three in that game, tied it up 31 to 31 against Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers did that 15 second thing to get a long field goal. That's the Cowboys in a nutshell come playoff time. It's going to happen every year for the rest of my life. I'm convinced that being said, the Cowboys are going to win this game somehow. Um, I just said, I don't want to lose money on it. Minus three is a small spread and sexy Nick. I see your face pair. Uh, the Debo Samuel, he's he's a problem. But Micah Parsons is back. Randy Gregory's playing, as I've said all year. Uh, I know you. Uh, I know you're not a big fan of Anthony Brown, but as long as Anthony Brown doesn't run through 47 guys with his back turned to the football, the Cowboys are going to. The Cowboys are going to win this game. And you're you're right, dude. I, that is I don't want to see this on this earth. I don't want to see the Cowboys winning this game by three points with three minutes left because you will see some third and 17 bombs chucked up where Anthony Brown will tackle a guy while the ball's in the air. And that will be how the Cowboys lose. So I'm going to actually take the Cowboys tentatively at money line on a parlay in this game. And I'm going to hope for the best, but don't blame me if the Cowboys lose. Cause these guys are cursed. It's as simple as that. We got a lot, a lot of Viking fans li- listening to this show. Vikings. Would you, would, how, how confident would you be if the Vikings were the Cowboys, right? It's the same shit. We'll see what happens. If this Cowboys defense shows up, Ethan, I'm excited to hear your take on this game because you've seen this Cowboys defense when healthy. If Parsons in this Cowboys defense shows up in this game, is there any chance sexy Nick Jimmy Garoppolo gets the ball down the field enough to keep up with Dallas? It depends how effectively they get to him. I, your concern is that they're going to you know, 
with their effective play calling, will get a rollout and Debo Samuel is just going to burn digs. So you just have to hope that he gets one interception, only gives up one touchdown rather than two. You know what I mean? He's not like Jimmy G is going to throw some horrible ass ball that Diggs is going to catch. You just have to hope he doesn't give up two touchdowns at the same time. I'm not a big I'm Diggs rolling with guy. the Now that it's down to three point. Well, I mean, he's gives up yards and he's not very good. Yeah, Cause people uh, throw at him like crazy. The mo- he's the most thrown at quarterback in yeah. the NFL. I yeah, and he also purport- he so gives good. up a proportionate amount of yards too. So he's, uh, he's time okay. out, Ethan, because I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, Anthony Brown's on the other side. Pair if if Trayvon Diggs was that bad, or if Anthony Brown's that bad, people are going to throw at him every time. People are throwing against the Cowboys at a higher clip than anybody because they can't run against us. Continue, Ethan. And so I do like. I mean, get, if it was four or four and a half, I wouldn't like it. But it's been bet down to three. I'm taking the three points with them boys. If the Cowboys take a lead, then yeah, pipe a little live bet on the Niners down seven. But uh, with only three, take them boys. Yeah, I, I like it. And, and Pear, I, I want to have a little conversation with you quick because Trayvon Diggs legitimately <laughs> is, 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 a, is a Pro Bowl quarterback. The fact that you have a problem because with him. He have some do you watch Cowboys games? Do you watch Cowboys um, games? He <laughs> people throw against him when the Cowboys are in prevent in the fourth quarter of games. Those stats are so skewed. I watch every Cowboys game. He's not bad. He is not a liability in any way. He's won football games for us. Anthony Brown, if you want to actually make jokes about, has he makes me want to rip my hair out sometimes. Anthony Brown does some stupid shit. But Trayvon Diggs, outside of not being the fastest guy in the world, he has been great for the Cowboys. And it's been zone defenses that have picked him apart all year. I, I, I People say Trayvon Diggs, worst cover corner in the league, man, man to man. Not even close, Pear. I don't even want to hear you talk about that. If you're going to rip someone, rip yeah, Anthony compared Brown. Compared to like Buster Screen, sure. He's not, he's not quite as bad. <laughs> I but, hate you. I mean, geez, come on, man. Like, get the, get the silver and blue out of your eyes. It's, it's ridiculous at this point. Do you remember the last time that uh, you made the point of, oh, nobody can run on us. What do the Cardinals do to the Cowboys? Do you remember that pain? Because I remember that pain. <laughs> I was told, oh, the Cowboys defense <laughs> is back. They're so good. Everybody's back. They're, they're just going to dominate. And then what happened? They got ass-raped. Uh, and I know we said no rape jokes, but there it is. They got ass-raped by the Cardinals at home when the Cardinals ran for 127 yards on them against supposedly this healthy defense. What do you think that one of the best running teams in football is going to do? Think they've got an answer for stopping Debo Samuel in all the ways that he can get open? Do you think they have an answer for George Kittle across the middle? Do you think they that their pass <laughs> oh that their God. pass protection can hold up <laughs> against Bosa? I don't. The answer to all of those questions is clearly yes. The 49ers are going to win this game. 49ers are going to win this game. Yeah, I, I hear you, Pear, because in that in that Cowboys Cardinals game, the Cardinals ran all over the Cowboys with their leading rusher having 53 yards. You're correct, dude. That's how they won that fucking game on the ground. You're 100 percent right. They didn't win that game because Dak Prescott played the worst game of his career and still should have won. Also, that running game for the Cardinals fumbled at the end of the game. That would have put the Cowboys in scoring position to win that game. I don't want to hear your shit. I wanted Dak the Prescott Cardinals. Had the worst game of his career. He had two. Yeah. He had three touchdowns, no interceptions. What he had yeah. one. He had a fumble. So I mean, Dak in that in that yeah. Cowboys Cardinals game, one of his touchdowns was in garbage time at the end of the game before the fumble. Uh, he had a fu- he had a fumble in the. Uh, he had, the Cowboys had two red zone turnovers. The, the Cowboys, I want to – are you trying to tell me you would rather, as a football fan, play against the San Francisco 49ers or the Arizona Cardinals being the Dallas Cowboys? The Cowboys know that they would rock the Cardinals if they played them again, dude. I wanted to play the Cardinals. This whole weird shuffle that happened in the last week, 
made it so the Cowboys might actually get eliminated week uh, in the first round of the playoffs against the 49ers. Um, I, I hear you, Pierre. The only, the only hope for the Cowboys to get out of the, the wild card round was to get the Eagles again. That was their only hope because they only beat up on the NFC East. Every other Dude, team outside of a against? wide receiver reverse and two Kyler Murray scrambles, they had 53 yards of rushing. That's all I'm trying to say. That's that. That's a good rushing defense pair. They couldn't keep Antoine Wesley out of the end zone. Yeah, I agree that that game sucked. But what I, my point is about the rushing defense. Let's move like, on because I'm about this, to. This kill should you. have been. This should have been a very like clear learning experience for you. All right, let's go around the here, horn here. Three seconds each. Uh, we'll see what happens. Pep, Cowboys or Cardinals? Weed and boys. Dylan, 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 Cowboys (laughs) or Cardinals? Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys. Ethan, Cowboys or Cardinals? Cardinals fade Pep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I meant 49ers. I meant 49ers for all those. Pep, or pair, uh, Cowboys 49ers. 49ers, money line in the over. So we go two and two on this one. We'll see what happens. Cowboys are probably going to win this game. Cowboys are probably going to win this game by three for the ultimate push. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's really how I feel about this game. That's why let's move on. Uh, anything on the over under on that game that you guys want to play? The reason I can't take the over on that game is because I I actually think that both of these teams have defenses that are coming on hot. No, I would take the under that would be my play. And that number's coming in at, uh, at a whopping 51 points pair. Are you comfortable taking a a total play on this game? Are you going to sit that out? I would lean to the over just because I don't think that, uh, the 49ers will stop scoring. I think they're going to score on a, on a lot of drives. Those drives might be long drives, but they'll score on a lot of them. And the Cowboys will have to be forced to answer. Uh, I would I would tease the over. I like that. Now give me an angle on this Chiefs game while we're talking, Pear. Uh, it's Ben Roethlisberger's retirement party. That's how it's been uh, kind of introduced to us. I feel like this is kind of a weird year that every time we think something's a lock, such as the Jaguars versus the fucking Colts, uh, Vegas – has a hand in the pocket, and something goes weird. Um, is this the game that Ben Roethlisberger upsets the world, eliminates Patrick Mahomes, ruins his chance of being the GOAT, and somehow both covers and wins a money line? Or do the Chiefs blow the Steelers out like everyone's predicting? Um, I think first half, yeah, you want to be on the Chiefs, just like we saw in that game right after Christmas. Um, the Chiefs were up, what, 23 to nothing at halftime? So I would lean Chiefs first half, which is at like seven, seven and a half. Um, but I think the, the Steelers get back into this game and keep it inside that 12 and a half. That's a big number. If you want to tease that up to 18 and a half, that's even bigger. That's, that's even better. Um, so I don't think Roethlisberger is going to go quietly. They just got, uh, well, we don't know if they're going to get Juju back, but he's cleared to be activated. Uh, they I was did just about activate- to ask you about that. Is Juju actually going to play in this game? I mean, he's kind of he kind of has to show up, Jackson Mahomes, and some on-field dance moves. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would I would think he would play. Like, what's the point of not playing him if, you're if he's healthy and... enough to dance? He's healthy enough to play. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard anything about yeah, Juju since he's been. Uh, or if you're Bruce Arians, if you're healthy enough to stand, you're healthy enough to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or if you're Greg Williams, and if you're healthy enough to breathe, you're healthy enough to play. Uh, Greg Williams, uh, got to ask, is he still in the league anywhere? Oh, so does anybody yeah. know? Is Greg Williams still a defensive coordinator in the NFL, Ethan? 
I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know that he's still he, like last year he was on the Jets. I yeah, think I remember he, that. He, I think he got fired maybe last, with the who was the cokehead that got fired from the Jets? It says he Gase. most recently Gase. served as I think the he was Gase's DC. Yeah. And anybody, he got fired with Gase's regime. For anybody Sala. listening to this show that thinks the NFL cares at all about player safety, Google Greg Williams kill the head. Just Google it, look up what comes out, and then realize that guy is still allowed to coach in the NFL. Just a quick side note. I just, I, I, I absolutely will never understand how Greg Williams is allowed to coach in the NFL, but Sean Payton got suspended for a season. Sean Payton wasn't uh, caught on uh, on microphone saying kill the head over and over again. Now, final game of the week. Um, actually, was really surprised to see this game being played on Monday. I don't that's know. That's all if, we're talking about the Steelers and Chiefs game. Like, that's I mean, it. We can we can continue on the Steelers game. Uh, I was actually going to circle back to it because it's my top pick of the week. So I wasn't uh, I wasn't going to give away anything there. Yeah, you know what, Pep? Uh, let's let's hear what you got to say about this game. Twelve and a half points. Will the Steelers cover, Pep? Um, I think they do. It's just it's just so many points just for a playoff game. And obviously, we always joke about Big Ben's retirement party and all that. But he also has a little bit of um, – he also probably has a little bit of, uh, I guess, momentum, I would say. If this is his Motivation. last year, he's going to want to go big or go home. So I could see him, like, trying to go out there and just do the best he can at his um, 65 years of age. But, I mean, 12, 12 and a half points is a lot. This was, like – eight or nine i would probably lean towards the chiefs but the fact that you're basically saying can the chiefs cover a two touchdown um two touchdowns like in a playoff game against the steelers defense who's actually been like pretty good i just don't i don't think i can do it i would lean steelers here and it's also again one of the top teasers if you can get them at 18 or 19 so and dylan let's talk for a second because this if we're going to keep going about this chiefs game the chiefs have looked like shit lately let's talk about that for a second the Chiefs just barely beat Drew Locke and the Broncos last week. I mean, what happened in that game? Is there anything in that game that you saw, Dylan, that tells you that the Chiefs aren't a team that you're that's going to cover a two touchdown spread? I don't. I don't look into that game that closely. I, you know, the Chiefs last, did need that win though. It wasn't a rollover yeah, game. But last week on our pod, what did I say about the Chiefs versus Broncos matchups? They've beat us thirteen times in a fucking row now. But they always do it more narrowly than they beat the shit out of everybody else. I don't. Uh, there's something. If there's anything to say about Vic Fangio and his tenure in uh, in Denver is that he did a great job defending against the Chiefs. Um, so I don't put too much weight on what we saw last weekend. You got to think too that it's kind of uh, the last two raw for that Broncos team, where they're like, all right, let's let's see what we can do. Let's take down the Chiefs in our last game of the regular season before we go sit on our couches and and watch the playoffs. All that said. I'm on Pittsburgh here. I agree. It's too many points. Dylan, I, 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 hate, I hate this game because I think the same as you. It's so hard for me to believe that a playoff team can't cover a backdoor spread of what was two touchdowns and is hovering around two touchdowns down to 12 and a half now. I see that steaming right back up to 13 by Sunday. Um, it's just too high of a number. Anything anybody wants to add to this game? Kind of like the under a little bit in this game, to be honest, too. 46. I don't know. I think it might be a defensive uh, type of game that we might get. I hate to say this, but I almost want to sweep the unders this weekend. Between the weather and just the way the lines are, are heading out, the only way I actually like that hesitation is that Cowboys won just because both those teams can put up the points. But, but also Parsons is back, and that can yeah. keep it down. You know, like in the, in the Cowboys offense, who knows how they're going to play in the playoffs? Like – 
We've seen Dak Prescott struggle. Dak's gonna suck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world when you're going against Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, if Jimmy G wins this game, Dak should just let Tony Romo be the Cowboys quarterback forever. Dylan, am I smelling a Dylan lay with all these unders coming coming yeah, about I, every single I under? Just, I just might. I just <laughs> gotta smell anyone together. likes. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap things up. Like I said, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a short show uh, because it's basically just playoff games. Now, am I dumber? Is yes. there usually a Monday playoff game? First time ever, baby. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, Rams. ESPN money. Rams are a four point favorite. Um, this game's. Tell us why this game's so funny, Ethan. Why it's so funny because it's coached by two ridiculous coaches. It's and what just happened? And what just happened? It's the battle of the little boys. <laughs> and and what, what, just, what just happened? The fucking Rams lost uh, their last game against the 49ers. They let the 49ers into the playoffs. And now the Rams are a four-point favorite. I don't know if you've paid attention to the Rams as of late. Their only wins have come against absolute garbage teams and their own division. The Cardinals and the Rams squared off a month ago. 30-23 to 23 Rams. Cardinals have been the only other team that have struggled as much as the Rams as of late against good teams. Do you think <clears throat> Cowboys? The, <clears throat> yeah, I we're not we're done <clears throat> talking about the Cowboys today. All right, pair. Fuck, uh, Ethan. I want to I, I want to get your take on this. Is Matt Stafford struggling enough to the point that you're too afraid to take him as a four point favorite, or is Kyler Murray and the Cardinals proven that they absolutely are the team that should have lost to the Vikings? And we got to roll with the whole home team here because neither team in this game exactly has momentum. Yep, I wish they were flip flops so I could fade both of these teams. And so, given <laughs> against the fact other teams, exactly against the Niners and the Cowboys. But given the fact that the Cardinals are getting four uh, against a team I want to fade, I'm just going to take the four points with the yeah, Cardinals. And, I agree. Or, and if you really want to tease them to eleven, there's no way in hell the Rams are covering double digits. So six point teaser up to ten. You want to get the six and a half, so you get the hook. Go for it. Um, I just absolutely uh, the Cardinals on this side. And that's why I wanted to kind of angle it at that 49ers game. Do you think the 49ers cover or beat both of these teams? Yes. And absolutely. And the 40, and the 49ers just did that last week against the Rams. So yeah, kind of a weird, uh, kind of a, a screwy situation for Dallas to have to take the, take on the best team out of these three. But I agree with everything Ethan just said. Under over coming in at 49 points pair. Kyler Murray, capable of scoring points. Our boy Stafford uh, has kind of slowed down as of late. Still hitting the over in overtime of the, uh, over this number against the 49ers last week, hitting 51. Uh, besides that, he has, the, the Rams have flip-flopped the last six weeks to the under, um, under and over. Are you confident that these teams can score points, or is this going to be a classic divisional playoff game? that possessions matter more than usual. Feels like an under. Um, does, doesn't I'm not, it? I'm not entirely sure why, because I think the other two meetings were fairly high scoring, but uh, I like the Cardinals to win outright. Um, both of these games, the uh, both the regular season meetings, the, the road team won, and there's a reason for that. The Cardinals are amazing on the road and ass at home. at home and they're lucky they don't have to play at home anymore because they screwed their whole season up yep i getting the wild card might have been the best thing for them they could go all the way to the super bowl with it because they just don't lose on the road um and, and i think they beat the, the rams here the rams just haven't been 
uh, putting it all together. When's the last time Matt Stafford won an important game? High school? Like, I mean, Matt Stafford and Andrew Pepin have the same number of playoff <laughs> wins. <laughs> Period. Uh, yeah. It's it's absolutely true. Uh, rest 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 the squad. Where are you uh, where are you moving on this game? Because uh, I'm with Pear. I'm taking the Cardinals plus four. Um, I actually kind of like the Cardinals plus four. I think the Cardinals might play a game of two defenders, Fuck. one cup. poison. <laughs> two defenders. They're gonna play the game of two defenders, one cup. So I think that they'll double double team Cooper. Unpoisoned. Cup. <laughs> um, so that means the guys, antidote. That means that guys like Odell Beckham are going to have to step up. Um, and we know how he likes two girls, one cup. So um, I'm going to take, the, I'm going to take the Cardinals here. I, one cup more like for OJ Beckham. <laughs> Double poisoned. Um, yeah. But this fuck these poison jokes. I don't understand why I'm so on this thing, but um, yeah, I, th- I like the Cardinals here. I like teasing them again too. So teasing the Steelers, the Cardinals and the Bucks will probably be my teaser of the weekend. So I'm well, just there you have it. That. There's, there's Pep's top play. Uh, Pear, what are we doing? Uh, or sorry, not Pear. Dylan, what are we doing here? Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals money line. Sorry, Matt Uribe, but your Rams suck every time they have an important game, especially when it's in the prime time. Sean McVay can't figure this shit out either. If Sean McVay would run the ball against a vulnerable rush defense, they might win this game. But guess what? He's not, and Matt Stafford's going to throw four fucking picks. That's yeah. what they're going to do. Last time the Rams covered – 10 points was against Houston. I'm sorry, Jacksonville. The time before that against Houston, the time before that against the giants. Are you noticing a trend of the Rams covering 10 points is against the worst fucking football teams in the NFL. They're not going to cover 10 tease the shit out of the Cardinals here and just take their money line and take all that, that cash straight to the bank. Who's younger McVay or Kingsbury. I think Kingsbury um, was the youngest when he came in, didn't he? I mean, yeah, this is a, King, this is a battle. King, but two Kingsbury, young Kingsbury um, likes older, if you know what I'm saying. Well, Pear's older than both of them, so if that makes you feel any better. Well, hey, let's let's wrap things up with uh, with two last questions for you guys. The field being uh, um, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. Or uh, sorry, the field versus those three. Are you going with the field being everybody else, or are you rolling with Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers? Ethan, starting with you. Yeah, one of those three. Don't even ask anyone else that question. Does any other team have a chance of winning the Super Bowl, Ethan? Well, yeah, like the I guess the Bills have a chance, the Bengals have a chance, but no one in the NFC is making it to the Super Bowl that isn't Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. No way. So I'm gonna tell you guys something really quick. If you're uh, if you're listening and you take me seriously, Cowboys best ATS team uh, this season. If they make it through San Francisco, them boys are winning the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. If the Cowboys win their first playoff game, it's all it takes. It takes a little momentum. I'm rolling with the field this year, boys. I think Tom's too old. I think Roger's a little bitch. If somebody wins it, (laughs) I think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. And uh, I would rather see Mahomes run it up than any of these other old losers. Um, Rodgers has no chance of being the GOAT. I would rather see Big Ben go out with a Super Bowl than watch fucking <laughs> Patrick Mahomes Can you win imagine all the and have to deal with Jackson's dancing. <laughs> no, hell no. I would rather Ben Roethlisberger dogs. wins the Super Bowl than my own team. It would be the funniest thing of all time, so dude. Uh, <laughs> if Ben Ro- to seeing Roethlisberger so hoisting funny. the Lombardi trophy would truly be the greatest thing of all time. Here's a thought for you guys. 
Ben Roth, or I'm sorry, Jackson Mahomes dances like the girls that Ben Roethlisberger prefers in the bedroom. Uh, food for thought. We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't get through a show yeah. without a Roethlisberger joke. God damn it. Damn it. Uh, Ethan, uh, you're rolling with, uh, you're rolling with the goats. Perry, you going with the field or the goats? Field. Pep. Oh, Perry, I um, didn't expect that. There you go. I like it, Pep. Or Perry, I'll, good job. I'll, I'll roll with the field just because I have. But not the way you think, Nick. Not, not, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Dak Prescott. Back to what I was saying before I was interrupted by some old fuck. Um, I'm going to take the field because I've got Titans and I've got Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. So I'm going to take the field. And also, pair fuck your bills. I'm going to take the Patriots just in spite of that. Pear, can we switch to the GOATs just because of the last 30 seconds? <laughs> well, no, because I mean the the Bills just got a guaranteed win on on Saturday because Pep picked the, the Patriots. So, and Dylan, what are you it's doing all, here? The Red Sea is parting. It's a tough one because I was split on this. My number one pick for the Super Bowl is uh, Green Bay, um, but I'm going to take a chance on that and actually roll with the field as well. And there you go. Let's uh let's go field. It's just more fun. A lot more plus money uh, on these underdog type teams and. And uh, final question before we get out of here, Ethan, who are you hoping that the Vikings hire as their head coach? And do the Vikings have any chance of turning this around in the next three years? Or do you see Kirk Cousins being shipped off in a, in a rebuild happening? Uh, we're going to hire Doug Peterson. And no, we're not going to turn anything around because it's going to be Kirk Cousins or um, a rookie. So no. Yeah. The same old 500 team. And Pear, are you uh, were you surprised to see the Miami Dolphins go after uh, after or Brian or sorry Forrest getting fired uh, from the Miami Dolphins so soon? Uh yeah, because he, I guess he refused to to tank last year. So and, and that was that was the, that was the sole reasoning. Well, oops, that, that's it for today. Let's uh, let's get everybody's top picks and let's get out of here. Uh, Pep, we already got your top picks. Pear, what's your top pick of the week? Top pick is a two-team six-point teaser, 49ers to plus nine, and the Buccaneers down to two and a half. Ethan, top uh, top play of the week. Round robin, all the underdogs that aren't the Steelers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> give, give, us, give us your favorite underdog. The, uh, the cards, baby. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And there you have it. It's a tough week of spreads. It's supposed to be. It's the playoffs. Dylan, uh, top pick of the week. Uh, top play of the week. I don't want to piggyback it on Ethan because it would be the Cardinals. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with my under in that Buccaneers game. There you have it. I'm going uh, to run down my, uh, my six games real quick just because I wasn't very clear with my picks. I'm rolling Raiders ATS. Uh, I'm rolling Bills uh, ATS. I'm rolling nothing in the Eagles Bucks game because I just don't want to. That, that game's just going to piss me off. Uh, I'm rolling with the Cowboys minus three. I'm rolling with the Steelers plus 12 and a half. And I'm closing my eyes and hoping I don't have to watch a second of that game. And I'm rolling with the Cardinals money line with the boys because that spread uh, at four points is great, but that money line is just juicy for a game that pretty much is 50 50 for me going into it. So, there you have it. Um, I'm also leaning unders this week. Uh, Dylan brought up a great point. Keep an eye on the weather, and even on these indoor games, teams kind of lock up on offense sometimes. Uh, pressure gets to teams, and these defenses, a lot of the times, I've seen these teams once or twice already uh, this season, which is usually an advantage to the defense pair. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> when a team plays for the third time 
that's usually the lowest scoring game out of the three. Yeah, that's about right. Generally, we'll just assume that's accurate. So that's uh, that's everything I've got for today. Pear, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at you're an idiot. That's you're an idiot. <laughs> is there anything else that you want to explain that one on, or is that it? You're not picking up on the urine, urine. idiot. You have not been reading the news. I have not. I, uh, I try not to. I, uh, I've worked a lot this week, unfortunately. Dylan, you want to explain the urine joke to me? Uh, uh, there is an individual who believes that drinking urine can co- uh, cure COVID, which for the record, if anybody's wondering, I was not drinking a beer last week on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> drinking a little bit of that homemade juice. And uh, Ethan, where can we find you? You can find me uh, at the Twitter handle at I love it a juice. <laughs> and it'll be slurping all weekend long, baby. Dylan. I want some juice. Dylan, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, need larger bottle openings. <laughs> Wide mouth can. <laughs> and Pep, I just want to say thanks. Uh, you know, the season's winding down. I want to thank you for uh, producing the show uh, throughout the season. As always, it's been great. We hope to be back next season. Uh, it's a lot of work doing a podcast every week, especially in an NFL season that was so fucked up with COVID, with injuries, with changes with coaches being fired, with players killing people. It was like, it was seriously, in my opinion, the worst NFL season of all time. Um, it's sad to say that. Uh, we made some money pair. We uh, we did great in the Super Contest. It was fun for some things, but for the league in general, it just didn't feel great. Um, much like the baseball season and the basketball season, things have been tough. Uh, Pep, we can find you where on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Pear. I'm your dad when all my bets hit and Pears all loses. So the poison will now be known as Pearson. So uh, you, you can find it. me at Pearson on Twitter <laughs> with a picture of Pear swallowing a hot dog. So that is where you can find me. There you have it. Um, That's the a- whole thing just really smacks of effort there. <laughs> it sounded like you really had that uh, done ahead of time, right, Pear? Like, <laughs> it's pe- as always. Preparation, baby. Yeah, he's, he's always the most it, prepared. Bitch. He's always the most prepared. But no, thanks seriously, Pep, for uh, for producing for us. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, by far the best week of football of the year. Uh, the divisional round is so much more fun than this week. We'll have close spreads. We'll have games that not everyone aligns on. And maybe Vegas will have a harder time just picking the plus 1700s to screw everybody's day. We'll see you next week. Good luck, Dallas Cowboys. All right, guys, before we go, you can find me on zone coverage at Tiny Nick's Gambling Picks uh, on Twitter at The Real Tiny Nick. And you can follow our podcast on Instagram at Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. Andrew, where can we find you? So you can find me at uh, Pepping15, both on Twitter and Instagram. Um, last name is P O E P P I N G 15. You can find me on there for any sports related stuff. So. Feel free I'm to sure people really needed the spelling, so that is appreciated. Dylan, where can we find you? I'll make it a little easier. I'm Mused Success on every platform. M-U-S-E-D Success. That's Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Pear, where can we find you? 
Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Paris, P-A-R-I-S-1-1, the Paris 11. All right. Thanks, guys. See you soon.